This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Junkyard Dogcast. I'm Kip Adams with Dogs 24-7 and joining me today is my highly esteemed colleague Rusty Mansell, also Dogs 24-7 and it's time to get back into recruiting and, and not just you know talking about recruits in general but we're finally set to have recruits on campus and that's going to be the basis of today's show. June 1st will be the end of the recruiting a dead period it will turn to a quiet period which means that prospective student athletes and their families are actually allowed on campus and can have in-person contact with coaching staffs this will be the first time in what 15 months i believe the first weekend in march 2020 was the the last time that recruits were on any college campus and so this is huge for the 2022 class. Uh, you know, they've, they've gone throughout the process so far without having any face-to-face contact with coaches, have, not seeing any facilities. It's a major part of the recruiting process. And so, with, you know, with that in mind, schools are wasting no time setting up official visits. In fact, they anticipated this. They started setting up official visits in April, basically, trying to line up recruits to, to get them in town and, and show off what their program is all about and rusty georgia is definitely one of those programs trying to go ahead and 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 get some guys in town i think last i checked we were at a uh, over 15 official visitors for june which normally would be unheard of uh georgia is one of those programs that you know usually like to, to save some of those for later in the process especially with some of the high profile guys waiting to announce in the early signing period or even national signing day, you, you want to, you want to have that, you know, that visit saved up and, and try to get them later in the process. But that is not what's happening now, Rusty. What are your thoughts on just Georgia trying to get as many official visitors or getting a, a large number of them on campus and, and just uh, what you're kind of looking to, to see from these official visits? I mean, we certainly go back and look. It's definitely going to be more than 2015. You know, that's what kind of what we can confirm. And, you know, we have to go on what we can confirm. And that's that's how we do business. Let me be clear. I know of more that are coming that haven't said they're coming yet or, or are planning to take official visits to Georgia. And that's something that we'll, we will uh, address when that comes up. But, you know, talking to LT Overton last night, nation's number one player. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But, you know, I asked him, I said, man, are you excited to take this visit, these visits? And he goes, man, I can't wait. And 
normally, you know, you take a prospect like that, number one player in the country, you know, at this point in his career, even as starting his junior season, he's still like, man, I'm kind of tired of the visits, been doing this stuff. And, but now you look at everything and, and these kids are excited to get there. What a great time for University of Georgia because they're opening a brand new, I mean, they're pulling the wrapping paper off of a brand new upgraded facility to Butchmere Building. I mean, this got a state of the art training room. The pictures I have seen from the weight room are insane. When these kids see this in person, not only the players, but the prospects and, you know, the, the, the areas, the underwater treadmills, the, 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 the hyperbaric chambers, all that stuff, the state-of-the-art training facility. It's an arms race. We know that, Kip. Everybody tries to up the last guy, and somebody will one-up Georgia at some point. But as far as these early visits, these kids are going to be the first ones to see this, and I'm telling you, this is going to be an impressive debut for Georgia, not only with official visits that first weekend, but a monster, monster first couple of days of June 1st, 2nd, 3rd, where they're going to have a lot of top targets on campus. And I know the Georgia staff is, is ready to go and have these guys and families back in front of them because Kirby Smart and his staff has done a really, really good job when they've had officials and had people on campus and can meet with them. So, you know, they got momentum right now. They're ranked the number one recruiting class in 2022 and 2023 on 24-7 sports composite team rankings as of now. Long way to go in both classes, obviously 2023. But Georgia's sitting there at number one with 12 verbal commits. They got a lot of ways, that long ways to go. They got some very, very highly rated prospects still to go. Uh, but Georgia obviously is in, sitting in a very good spot as these camps and uh, visits open back up next week. You mentioned that coaching staff and the number one class in 2022 and 2023. That's made even more impressive by the fact that we have multiple coaches, as we said, who have yet to actually see a prospect in person. And you talk about Scott Cochran last year, you know, it was, it made a lot of waves about Kirby Smart hiring a former strength and conditioning coordinator from Alabama to be a special teams coordinator. And a lot of the discussion was built around what Scott Cochran can do, you know, as a recruiter, as a potential recruiter, basically, you know, he did an outstanding job at Alabama helping recruit for that program. When they got guys on campus, you know, he was right there with, with, with all the other coaches as far as making an impact and selling their program. And so now at Georgia, you know, as a special teams coordinator, as an actual on the field coach, he just basically went through a cycle of not being able to do what he was kind of, you know, made a name for himself for as far as just having an in-person impact on recruits and their families, making an impression on them. And now, finally, uh, Scott Cochran is uh, going to have the opportunity to do just that at Georgia. So, as you said, I mean, it makes it, you know, even more impressive that Georgia's been able to kind of recruit as well as they have when a huge part of their recruiting process is getting guys on campus and selling what Georgia has to offer. And it's not just Scott Cochran. you got, again, Matt Luke, the offensive line coach at Georgia, and Jamela Dye, the defensive back coach. Those guys have yet to be able to meet recruits in person and their families. And so next month is, is going to be huge for this coaching staff. They have the number one class right now with, with 12 commits for the 2022 cycle, but there are a lot of – big-time recruits that they're still in the mix for. And a lot of these guys, again, are looking to see what this coaching staff, you know, brings to the table as far as just 
the personality, the, that connection. Uh, it's, it's actually impressive just thinking about the last cycle and how basically three quarters of the last cycle, those recruits in that 2021 class were committing and signing with programs sight unseen. And 12 of 12 guys in this 2022 cycle have already chose Georgia, you know, having yet met any of the coaches, it's going to be big for, for the commitments to meet the coaching staff for the first time and kind of see if that solidifies their thoughts on the process and, and what Georgia brings to the table. I mean, there are some major recruits. They're going to be in Athens over the next couple weeks. This, the month of June, I mean, I, we've, I can't say we've seen it. It always kind of get ramped up over the summer, summer camps, the ability to work out guys on campus to, you know, get your evals updated. That's a huge part of this process. We're always trying to cover that as best we can. Last couple of years, the Kirby, you know, Kirby Smart's camps have been closed to the media. We've been checking with, you know, we check with our sources each year. We get the best info we can. That's always a huge part of our coverage of Dogs 24 7 this year, just with all the all the visitors, I mean, it's it's dialed up ten notches on what we're we're going to be planning on covering you and I rest of the next month. But uh, it goes without saying, the the recruits that are on campus are going to have a huge impact on, on Georgia's roster this cycle and next cycle. What are your thoughts on just overall the guys that Georgia has been able to line up that we've reported? Uh, on campus over the next couple uh, of weeks. What are your thoughts overall on just the talent that Georgia's bringing to campus in the next month? I mean, they're wasting no time. You're talking about next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. you got Addison Nichols, big-time prospect out of Greater Atlanta Christian, six foot five, 305-pound offensive guard, offensive tackle, Kamari Wilson from IMG Academy, another major target. Um, a lot of Georgia fans are very familiar with Branson Robinson, the running back out of Mississippi, Oscar Delp. Young man of West Forsyth High School, six foot five, tight end, who I think is a tremendous ceiling. You got Aaron Bryant out of Mississippi. Uh, you're going to have Denylon Moore set there as a commit. You're going to have Gunnar Stockton there as a commit. You know, you're going to have these guys around those players. You're going to have Danny Sutton, uh, Dennis Sutton, the defensive end out of Maryland's there on official. So, I mean, Kip, we know we're we're trying to focus on June the first and who's there and trying to get all our information and everything and who looked good that day. But right off the bat, Georgia is wasting no time. Kojo Antoine, the, the wide receiver out of Lambert, who's a major, major target, he's going to be there with his family. So Georgia's taking the approach. We're going first. There's some major battles right there. Kirby Smart looked at that and said, we're going first. We're going to have these kids on campus. And everybody was fighting for different dates, different things. And, you know, every weekend so far uh, into June, those first year weekends for sure. We're not sure if Georgia's going to use that last weekend or not, uh, but we know they're going to use all their days for camp. So when you look at that, Georgia's wasting no time. I mean, it's almost like, Kip, we used to cover the the, the January in-home business. You know, when's Kirby going in? When is Nick Saban going in? You know, when is, you know, um, when is – Dan Mullen going in. That used to be the big thing. Who's going first? Who's going last? Well, Georgia took the stance, made it clear. On June the 1st, they're going to have as many major top underclassmen and 22 targets they can have work out. And then that first weekend, uh, June the 4th weekend, 
through the sixth, they're going to have a lot of targets there. So, you know, there's a lot going on with 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 George that very first weekend, and and we'll, and it, George is wasting no time. I mean, they're 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 coming out of the gates saying we want the first shot at them. You mentioned uh, the evaluation days. We're going to get you know discuss that on on, on the other side of a break, and really, the one thing that kind of stands out is that. Rusty, we're going to be wor- working every day of the month. We're, we're, we're going to have to have our second cup of coffee by the time the sun rises every day, working nonstop to, to verify and, and, and break the news on, on who's there, who's working out, who's getting offers, you know, maybe who's committing. So I can't think of a better time for us to have a promotional special at Dogs 24-7. Right now you can get two months for $1 VIP access to Dog 24-7, gives you all the access to the, you know, all the VIP content, not just on our site, but the entire network, and also takes you through the beginning of fall camp. So you, you get access for the month of June, you get access for most of the month of July. There's not a better time to sign up, just $1 Dogs 24-7. You can, you can sign up on our front page. We've got the promo article right there. It gives you more information on, on what the, you know, our VIP access brings to the table and everything you can get for just one buck. So, guys, check that out now. And on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about some important visits, who could be close to deciding, and who Georgia might need to make a move for. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. All right, Rusty, we mentioned that Georgia's going to have visitors seemingly every day of the month in June, official visitors, unofficial visitors. Let's start off with talking about the camp side of things. Now, during an official visit, not work, no working out then, but if you're on there on an unofficial visit, you have the opportunity to work with Georgia's coaching staff. For some guys, that's going to give them, you know, just a chance to see what college might be like for them if they go to Georgia. For others, you know, they might be trying to earn an offer. And then still, you have on the Georgia side, they're evaluating guys they've extended offers to and trying to set their board so they can figure out, you know, kind of who they want to take at each position or who they want to really push for over the next six months. Rusty, who is a guy that you could see either earning an offer or moving up Georgia's board in the 2022 class with a solid workout next month. Without hesitation, he goes by Flip Carswell, the big six foot seven offensive tackle out of Washington County. Spoke with his offensive, I spoke with his head coach, Joel Ingram, last night. Um, Alabama had him cut up not only last week's practice reps, the last week, they had him cut up all of his scrimmage reps and send to them. So, uh, he's going to be at Georgia 
on the first is going to be Alabama on the second. So Georgia is going to get a really good look at a six foot seven basketball player um, that that's going to be up there. And this is a kid that's kind of kind of came out of nowhere. You know, he hasn't played since his freshman year. He was an AAU basketball guy. Kip, I went down to see him. This kid was six seven, two seventy, and he looks two forty. I mean, he is he has definitely got the build there. Um, I, I just think that this is a kid you want to watch. You also want to watch. You no, know, I've talked about him many times. Drew Bobo coming over, Coach Bobo's son. Uh, he'll be at Georgia on the first, I believe. I believe he'll also be in Alabama on the second. So you know he's got offers from from SEC and ACC schools, but. Obviously, the family connection there. Mom and dad both went to Georgia. He's Ken events Dooley. There's a lot of connections there. It's a young man that's 17 years old, six foot six, 275 pounds. Hard to believe he is where he is now, how big he is. But, uh, you know, that's the name that, that Georgia – we start talking about offensive line, and Georgia is really having to work to get some guys, to really get some guys to, to have a legit chance at because – of what they have brought in in 20 and 21, we just, it just, it's just hard to, you can't disguise, you can't, you can't hide it. It was, it was elite, elite recruiting boards that Georgia really hit on. So, you know, it's interesting with this 2022 class they're going to bring in. But if you ask me to give you one guy that I think that's going to leave Georgia with an offer, uh, I really think it's Flip Cars. Well, I really think Georgia's going to offer him based off what I've seen. I would be shocked if he isn't impressive uh, in his workout for Matt Luke and, and, and those guys. I figured you were going to go that route, and it, it makes sense. I mean, we got that kind of build. You have that length, that athleticism. I mean, we talk about just Amarius Mims in the last cycle of Blackwood County, a guy that you didn't get to see a lot of him against the league competition. Unfortunately, didn't get to see him at an All-American game just because, you know, they didn't take place. So that was, you know, that was kind of the one question mark with him. But, I mean, frame, athleticism, those boxes were checked with him, and he was an elite prospect on 24-7 sports and a guy that we think could push for early playing time, even with the depth at Georgia along the offensive line. And that's – I mean, it's tough to – we're not going to immediately make that kind of comparison, but that's what – when you see cards, well, that's kind of what stands out immediately is this guy has an outstanding frame and looks very athletic. So, of course, you want to see him in person because – if you have a chance to get kind of a, a better evaluation of a guy like that, you can see how close he is in that same comparison to the elite prospects that you know you have on campus and that you've been able to actually evaluate. And you met the offensive line, and that's kind of what stood out to me between you know Tyler Gibson at Johns Creek, Elijah Pritchett, a four-star offensive lineman at, at Carver Columbus, and, and Addison Nichols, you know, greater Atlanta Christian. He's taking official visits every week, but he told me earlier this month that you know, Georgia is a place where he's going to try to find time to work out, you know, with Coach Luke. And so it, it kind of makes sense that not just with what Georgia has on campus, but with the prospects in state and in the cycle in general. I mean, offensive line position is not one that we know for sure is stacked as far as elite talent, elite depth. You just look across the country in the cycle, it's just – there, you know, some guys that have some traits, but it's just doesn't it doesn't look like some of the classes we've seen in previous cycles, and that might be due to again not being able to evaluate as much as we have before. That's what makes this you know the next month really important for for Georgia being able to 
find those guys that can help them and can be impact you know, players in their two deep moving forward. So I, I do think that that is the one position as far as Georgia's camp is going to be the most important is that offensive line. And obviously Matt Luke is, is ready to get these guys in campus and, and see, see what he can find, see if he can find the gym, but also just evaluate the guys that already have offers and, and see how they compare to these guys and which, which guys he needs to take because that's a position that you can't fall behind on that. I mean, you, you mentioned Georgia's depth of position. You got to keep going in that regard because one or two cycles can really, really do a number on, on, your, on your offense, your ability to do what you want to do in that offense. I mean, we've seen in the SEC with schools that, you know, that have a one or two bad cycles along the offensive line, it, it really sets them back multiple years. So Georgia has done a good job building depth there. They have to keep doing that. So that, I think you're right. That position would be key in June with these visits. Now, guys that, you know, Georgia really needs to make a move for, you know, a lot of official visits, like you said, Kirby's made that decision to try to get guys in, uh, you know, immediately. We've, we've seen him navigate new rules pretty well. The early sign-in period, no coach did a better job as far as just, you know, pivoting and, and rolling with that and, and, and making a decision in, in uncharted territory. We're still we're in uncharted territory again with official visits being big in June. We've had them for multiple cycles, but usually, you know, you, you would get one or two guys, you know, each week at the most and save the rest of them. And now schools and Kirby, they're making decisions to, to use them now and try to get guys in on campus now. We'll see, you know, if that pays off. But, Rusty, who's a recruit that maybe Georgia needs to have a really, really good visit to either stay in the mix or to to move up to potentially number one and, and make a, a move in someone's recruitment in the 2022 cycle? Uh, I think pivotal guys would be – this guy's a, a, a junkyard message board favorites, Evan Stewart. You know, he's a six-foot wide receiver out of Texas. He's a 10, 300-meter guy. You know, he's committed to Texas. He backs off uh, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, those schools. You know, he's got some state of Georgia connections. And I feel like Georgia is very, very much in this, but I think this visit's going to be really, really important for him. And this is a kid that, you know, I've been real upfront that I think Georgia needs to add some speed to that wide receiver room. And, you know, this kid is a this kid's a difference maker. And you start looking about Alabama and you start looking at the guys they've had and the problems they gave everybody they played the last two years. Everybody. There was that speed on the edge. They had four first rounders, but they had four guys that could go. And Evan Stewart is one of those guys that if you want to compete with him, Yes, Georgia does have Arian Smith, but you need a couple of those guys. So Evan Stewart, I think, is a very, very big official. I think Tyler Booker, when you look, the offensive tackle out of IMG Academy, I think when you start looking at who could Georgia possibly have a really good shot at as far as a highly rated offensive tackle, uh, I think Tyler Booker, uh, I think Georgia has done a tr great job I mean, the kid tells me he's as close as anybody with that Georgia staff, but Alabama, in my opinion, is probably the slight leader going into those visits into the month of June. But, you know, a good visit by Georgia, next thing you know, they're right back in it with him. So 
I think two two of the most important visits, I would think, and Michael Williams, we could talk about a lot of guys, but uh, you want to talk about some out-of-state, very, very important officials coming up. I think Evan Stewart and Tyler Booker are two, and, 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 and ironically, both of them will be in Athens together uh, that June the 18th weekend. So that third weekend, they'll be part of what we got of so far, what five reported, which probably end up being about seven or eight when it's all said and done. So we'll look at that weekend, but I think Evan Stewart and Tyler Booker are two visits that I think Georgia really needs to hit a home run on. Outstanding picks. And we have a lot of out, you know, really, really talented guys that are going to be on campus in Georgia next month for official visits here. The one guy that kind of stood out to me, it's kind of a combination of not really Georgia being behind in a recruitment, but more this position, they kind of need to hit a home run or two in this cycle. And so with that in mind, I I kind of circled the name of uh, Inai White, the uh, edge rusher out of Philadelphia, coming in June 11th, one of three currently uh, reported official visits for Georgia that weekend. I think Andre Green Jr., Jacob Hood, also going to be in town for official visits that weekend. But he kind of stands out to me for, again, multiple reasons. One, he's actually a five-star on 24-7 sports. We have him you know, the, the composite has him number 39 overall, number two edge rusher. I mean, we got him in the top 10. And so as far as just overall evaluation, we think he's, you know, an elite edge rusher. And just looking overall at Georgia's roster, you got Robert Beal and Adam Anderson as seniors. You got Nolan Smith, you know, coming into that third year, a big year from him, you know, he'll be draft eligible. If he does what people expect him to do as far as just kind of stepping up into a bigger role following Aziz Ojolari going to the NFL, I mean, he could – this could potentially be his last season in Athens as well. You know, after that, you have a lot of talented players at the edge rusher position for Georgia, but not guys who have, you know, produced yet. Uh, MJ Sherman, you know, true freshmen like Xavier Sorry, Chaz Chambliss, but that's that's it right now, really. So, and you look at that last cycle, you know, Dallas Turner was kind of the one of the bigger, arguably the biggest miss for Georgia, you know, Alabama kind of coming in there and making a big move for him and getting a, an elite edge rusher. And I White's kind of that guy that, that I have circled right now where, where Georgia kind of needs to – you know, they, they have to try to win that recruiting battle for him. And Alabama's a program that's been mentioned a lot with him as well. He's taken an official visit there the June, you know, June 18th. But Kirby Smart's done a pretty good job recruiting Philadelphia so far. You know, DeAndre Swift, Mark Webb, Akil Crumpton, all guys out of Philadelphia. And then you have to add in there now, Tyke Smith, the transfer from West Virginia, who just so happens to come from the same high school as an an I white. So, you know, this is, this is a big visit in my opinion. A guy that's six, five, 230 pounds that, you know, can come off the edge and and play arguably the most important position in Georgia's defense. I mean, that, that edge rusher position is is really pivotal to what they try to do and try to affect quarterbacks and, and and force, uh, you know, those havoc plays. So I, I think that's an official visit that is really, really important for Georgia. Now, on the flip side, Rusty, what's 
what what's a prospect or who's a prospect visiting Georgia that you feel Georgia's in pretty good shape with coming into the visit? We're not putting anyone on the commit warning here because you know once we say someone's going to commit, no one will commit, and so everyone will be asking us on the junkyard, "What happened? What happened? You guys said this was going to happen," but we got a whole month of visitors, not just 2022, 2023, 2024. We're going to have guys in campus all month. So there's a possibility that, you know, somebody could pull the trigger. We're not projecting that right now, but who is someone that you like where Georgia stands right now heading into the month of June who is expected to be on campus? I think two players in that first weekend, I think, and they're major, major targets, and that's Oscar Delp and Branson Robinson. Branson Robinson, a running back out of Mississippi. Uh, you can see him and, you know, talk to Steve Wilfong this week and, and talk to my sources and, and uh, you know, where Georgia sits going into this visit, I think um, they're, they're in pretty good shape. Again, they got to survive a, a Clemson official. They got to survive an Alabama official, Tennessee as well, you know, is involved with this. So I think with him um, – you know, from what Steve said, just a very, very impressive family, a very, very tight religious uh, family. And he um, you know, really likes what he sees at Georgia, and he gets all the comparisons to Nick Chubb. He's built like a good gracious. When you see this kid, uh, just what I've seen on tape and on, on social media and stuff, my goodness, he is a – he's a workout guy uh, for sure. If you look at Oscar Depp, six foot five, 220-pound tight end out of – out of West Forsyth, this is a major, major target for Georgia after bringing in DJ. You know, as you, as you start talking about Darnell Washington, after you start talking about Brock Bowers, and now if Georgia can reel in Oscar Depp, Todd Hartley, probably if he doesn't have that, can probably put that pool in the backyard because he has went back to back to back with some major, major targets uh, for Georgia. Oh, by the way, he's got Pierce Sperling in the 2023 class who is a very athletic guy. Uh, that you'll hear more about as you go in. So he's already committed, lifelong Georgia fan. He's going to be up on the first. He's going to be up helping recruit kids. So uh, it's going to work out. He's 6'6", 220. I talked to his dad this morning, actually. So if you're asking for those guys early on, I think Georgia going into these visits, I like where they sit with Oscar Depp and Branson Robinson. I think every Georgia fan that follows recruiting day-to-day would say that those two – you know, sign me up all day for those two guys, especially at positions of need. Yeah, can't can't really uh, do too better than that as far as these guys that not only Georgia is in a great position for, but I mean those are those are key targets. They're both inside the my ten most wanted article, which uh, kind of an ongoing joke with Rusty. It's probably the hardest article there is to write because. There are more than 10 guys that, that Georgia wants in this class, and there are many more than 10 guys that Georgia would love to have on their roster. So, we're, you know, you're starting to split hairs when you get into that. and But that's what I attempt to do every month in my 10 most wanted article. But those guys are well positioned there. They've been in there for quite some time. And I'm actually, you know, my, my choice is also – in that article, and he, he's been there from the start. And, that, and that's safety Kamari Wilson out of IMG Academy, the number one safety in the country on 24-7 sports. I think that Kamari is a guy that Georgia has made a priority throughout the process so far. Again, like I said, I'm not projecting this guy is going to make a decision in the month of June because, well, he said he plans to take all five of his official visits. And as of right now, 
he's only got two scheduled. He's got one to Georgia on June 4th and then one to Texas A&M on June 24th. At the same time, his recruitment's one that's, you know, been very favorable to Georgia so far. And so this visit, key visit for Georgia. You know, they're, I mean, you, you, if, if you've been able to be at the forefront of someone's recruitment, you have to get them on campus. It stands to reason that, you know, that visit and meeting him in person is going to be important for you continuing that momentum. And I think that that's, you know, that's George's goal here with Kamari Wilson. I think that he's a guy that has d- built a great relationship with multiple Georgia coaches, you know, not just uh, Jamil Adai, but, you know, also Kirby Smart and Will Muschamp. The fact that they both went to Georgia and played safety. Uh, Coach Muschamp also had a relationship with Kamari Wilson from when he was at South Carolina. And so that's, that's kind of been key. I think that you've heard – Will Moschett mentioned with multiple recruits in this cycle so far, and, and I think that Kamari Wilson's one where, where Georgia benefited greatly uh, from Kirby Smart bringing Coach Muschamp onto the staff. You know, as as a defensive analyst, I think that he could really help them. You know, it, continue to if if they have the edge, increase that edge in his recruitment. So that's that's a visit that you know I'm kind of keeping an eye on, and he's coming to Georgia early. It's interesting because. You talk about Georgia having that number one class, and Rusty gets asked, you know, every week, where does he see Georgia's classing and up, ended up with when all is said and done? And the and kind of that X factor for Georgia is it, are all the IMG Academy re- recruits that they have, you know, that they're recruiting and they're bringing on campus. And Kamari Wilson's coming that first weekend, and he's got a lot of teammates yep. that are coming that that June eighteenth, that third weekend. So. Georgia makes a move, a move with Kamari Wilson. He goes back home, tells his teammates Georgia's the move. That can end up being pretty big for Georgia, and that's something we're going to be following next month. Like I said, guys, that that two months for $1 VIP special promo at, at Dogs 24-7 right now, go ahead and uh, lock that one in and, and get all the coverage you can for the this next huge month. But for this uh, episode of Junkyard Dogcast, I'm Kip Adams at Dogs 24-7. He's Rusty Mansell. Also from the same place, you guys take care. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.